the lonesome loser Beaten by the queen of hearts every time Have you heard about the lonesome loser? He's a loser but he still keeps on last place man we are back in studio after missing last week uh after our our bye week uh, everybody needs a bye week um we had to uh regroup we had to uh collect ourselves and now upon our return um the league is looking a little different uh I, i spent my time in last place it's not fun it is not fun at all uh, you know, all of the memes and the, you know, Babs saying that it's over and I basically should just give up. Um, joke's on you, Babs. I said a week ago that I would win more games than you rest of season, and I'm going to. Um, but at any rate, uh, LRB, Little Little, little River Band, little river to band. open. Uh, I feel like I don't know enough Little River Bands. Or I know them, but I don't know that they sing them. Yeah, well, and that's how they are. They're just like, um, uh, who is the other? Super Tramp. Super Tramp and Little River Band. Okay, yeah. You have heard their songs a million times. You just don't know it's them. And then you see their name associated with that song the first time. You're like, holy shit. I never knew my whole – I've heard that song a thousand yeah. times in my life. Didn't know that that was them. Super Tramp has so many fucking hits. Well, uh – when I was young and naive and just didn't really look into things, that was Fleetwood Mac for me. Oh yeah, because well, they changed sound, right? Kind yes. of, but they always had hits. No oh no, they changed. Happened. They would change sounds in the album and be, have a, a sound, that, yeah. a song that sounded and like it was done by completely within the same album. Because you had a girl and a guy who sang, and right. I was like, I was always, I was like, God damn, this is Fleetwood Mac. This is Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, pretty wild. Uh, okay, but, uh, thank you to Tiger King Two for uh, reminding me that Lonesome Loser exists. It is. Uh, it's actually on before Tiger King too. It's on my uh, uh, top twenty played songs on Spotify right now. Is it really before Tiger? King. Oh yeah, yeah. It's on my list. Oh, shit. I love Little River Band. Uh, I got LRB playing in that shit all day. All right, fuck man. I just yeah. That's a quote from uh, the other guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. And they're, <laughs> they're like on their way to a stakeout, and it's a fucking they're in his Prius playing Little River Band. <laughs> oh yeah, five disc changer LRB every single one. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. God, what a great movie that is. Great, great movie. Hey, 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 hey. If I wanted to hear you talk, I'd shove my fist up your ass and move your mouth like a puppet. <laughs> That's so funny. That, that gif worked great, too, when you used it. I wasn't trying to hear Razzie's negativity, even uh, though well, it still landed, I guess. That's Razzie for you. Um, okay, so we are back, and things have changed 
Babs' team is now bad. <laughs> um, Sam's team and Troy's team are now good. Yeah. Uh, things have changed. Troy has not lost a game in five weeks. Um, Sam is, I believe, four and one in yep. his last five. I uh, remember. Not to stop you there. I no, go ahead. At the beginning of the season, you asked, I think, I don't know if it was just ever, if there were multiple people here, but you had asked, at what point do you panic? And I remember yeah. saying, if you lost four games, you shouldn't panic yet. I feel like four games, if I you lose. You said 0-4, oh you're not panicking. I'm not panicking. And I think I've been, I, if there's anyone well, that's going to prove me right, it's going to be Troy right well, now. Well, here's the thing. Troy was 1-5. He's now 6-5. and five. Uh, He is a success story for what you were just describing as far as how many games until you're scared. Here's the deal. I, I mean, he just, you know, behind Jonathan Taylor, Troy's team is surging. And it's not just Jonathan Taylor. I was looking at it, you know, and this week, sure, Jonathan Taylor balled out and compared to everyone else on it, compared to everyone else in the league. Yeah, it looks one-sided. But, man, I'm telling you, Troy's got a, he's got a squad that can make some noise, man. His receivers, uh, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, finally making some uh, moves. I I mean, Troy's right there. I mean, fuck, dude. Five teams at six and five, and he is five and zero oh his last five. Who? Why wouldn't you say that Troy is one of the top teams right now? I, I guess. I, I guess. And the only the only argument you could pull up is uh, just his points for you know he he has well, look, somewhere I, I've along got the some way. Next gen stats, and here. we'll look at the I've next gen. I've got some next gen stats. But here. before we get into the next gen, you one would have to think he is catching people at good weeks at sure. at opportune sure. weeks for himself, sure. which. Like myself, my second week ever in the this year being under 100, he catches me, which fine. Look, um, and it just some would say, but he is he's scrapping together and he has gotten the five wins in a row on the trot. Hey, look, wins a win. Yep. So to your point of saying that you know he's catching people on back, I mean. The deal is, once we look at Babs here, like Babs has caught everyone on their back. Oh, week. yeah. Like, if you yeah. want to talk about Troy, Babs has seriously caught every single Except for me, yeah. On their back. And even when he caught you, it was like his best week. Yeah. Uh, on your best week. So, um, or second best. Second best. At any rate, yeah, um, yeah Troy surging, Sam surging, uh, Slick, the dark horse is right there. He's been there all season long. Yep. He's still sticking steady. Just uh, obviously, we had some trades go down, and that's going to change the dynamic up a little bit. Uh, Zoner adds. Uh, he also is in the six and five crew, and man, it's looking weird. It just it, his points four are the second least in the league. Uh, obviously not out of it. A lot of football left. Three games still to go. Anything can happen. Uh, in fact, I mean, it's look. I'm I'm not here to say that I'm making the play. I'm not making the playoffs. I'm as you can tell by my trades and JT as you and I. Everything I've done in this last week uh, is strictly posturing for these last three games. I am not looking ahead. I fully know that I am out of the playoffs. Uh, you and Razzie have a little more points for. I think Razzie has a little bit of a tough schedule, but I think that it's not out of the realm. He's got some guys that have uh, his opponents have bye weeks on. Uh, you know, I, I, and you both have pretty decent points for. If you and Razzie both somehow won out, uh, there's no reason to say that you couldn't sneak into the playoffs too. Sure. Now, with that many teams in six and five, sure. But those guys, as we'll get to, uh, man, the schedules are—they mm, are very interesting. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I like you were talking about your trades. Um, you know, outside looking in, I mean, I think your trades make a lot of sense for what you were going. At. I could see that what you were trying to do is just. I mean, to put it plainly, you're just trying not to get last at this point, right. you know. Right. Uh, and there is upside there, but 
I, I honestly, you know, I saw the first one come through the Kyler car and I said, ooh, but, you know, when you have to get rid of bye weeks and you have to make sure you have people who can at least produce and who have produced semi at least semi-consistently, you know, you haven't had Kyler in I don't know how many weeks. Right, four weeks. You weren't getting anything. Point. Well, so, this would be the fourth. Uh, all in all, I think I think they were honestly all pretty great trades on to, to each side. And, uh, no, I thought you had the perfect pieces. The trade with you and Slick, I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better trade. I mean, you both – you gave each other the exact same thing. You gave each other the hand, the handcuff and the guy. Right. And, uh, you know, Slick's obviously not playing to make the play. He's playing to win. And Chris is Chris is playing for the long run. Yeah, he's Chris playing is, to win. He, he, he said today that he's worried he might not make the play. I think Chris is in the playoffs. Uh, I know his points for is a little lower, but – I think he's fine, I, and we'll look at matchups. But um, he, he's trying to build, you know, a team that down the stretch is going to go deep, and, and that was the whole, you know, our talk about McCaffrey uh, for Swift was, look, hey, you know, McCaffrey's healthy again. He is uh, on a team that will be fighting to make the playoffs down the stretch. So if Chris does make the playoffs, he's going to have not only Christian McCaffrey now but he's going to have a Christian McCaffrey whose Panther team is doing everything they can to sneak into the NFC playoffs. And in that case, they will be using CMC heavily. Whereas I took DeAndre Swift from Alliance team that shit by that time, uh, playoff time in the, in the fantasy league, the lions will very likely be zero and 13 at that point. Uh, and you know, right now they're running the shit out of Swift, but, by that time, when they're you know when it's obviously over, uh, they're probably going to start splitting carries to some other guys yeah. um, to not get Swift hurt for the rest of the year because they're not playing for a playoff spot, obviously. So, again, everything I did this week just to comment on this now and, and get the trade uh, trade comments over with. Everything I did was strictly for the rest of the regular season. I am not playing the long game, which should be obvious. I am playing to win. I think I need one more win. I have three games left. I think I need to win one more time, and I will not get the not even be in danger of the ass tattoo because I think there's a chance Neebs, as we'll look at, will get to four wins. I don't see any fucking chance whatsoever that Neebs gets to five wins. I don't see it happening. I don't think there's any way. Uh, and it will suck to lose Ryan Niebergy, but I think that that's where, uh, you know, Again, a lot of football left, but I think if you know if I can get one more win, uh, I think we lose Ryan Niebergy because I think he'll get last and not get the ass tattoo because we know he is not a man of his <laughs> word. Yes, um, but uh, before we walk off the uh, trade topic, I mean the deadline. Uh, if yes. you're listening to yes. this on uh, Wednesday, the deadline is today. If you are listening to this tonight when we publish this, You've got uh, till tomorrow to get through right. trade stuff. Basically, regardless of when you listen to it, Wednesday at noon, Wednesday yes. at lunchtime, trades are over with. You know, I I, I, I can't imagine that there's not going to be another trade, at least one go down. Uh, and again, I I might be a part of it. I am looking to ship James Conner off. And what I want in return is just like with the other trades I've done this week, I'm not looking for someone equal to James Conner. I'm looking for someone that's not as productive as James Conner has been this season, uh, but they don't have a bye week left. Right. Um, so, again, it makes sense if I'm trading them to someone that believes they're firmly in the playoffs because 
you're going to be able to absorb that bye week and, and get by just fine. Yeah. But point being, I, I do think there's at least going to be another couple trades go down uh, before the trade deadline at noon on Wednesday. Um, Man, I'm not going to get any work done tomorrow, I don't think. Uh, well, I don't know. I, you like to think that it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, action-packed, but – it was that pretty. It was. I mean, this year, yes, but I mean, it, you never know. But last year, it was pretty happening. I mean, I got off a couple trades. I think at least one for sure uh, at the deadline. But well, you just. You, I, I hope so. I hope that people are will, a little more willing to, you know, take some shots. Uh, you know, if, shit. If I'm Babs right now, man, I am. I am doing everything to to get rid of some guys that are maybe able to produce now for something long-term because shit, dude, you're bad. You have three games left. You are, know you're getting a, a, a playoff by you could literally like take your shot on guys like the Aaron Joneses that are on IR and shit like that. Try and trade just something for it. Maybe, you know, if they're hurt, so you're going to get them at a discount Yeah, and maybe he doesn't come back for two weeks, three weeks. Who cares? Who cares if you lose every single game until the playoffs, then you get to the playoffs, you get these guys back healthy, and all of a sudden, you know, you've got a juggernaut of a team. Now, I don't think that'll happen. Babs is asking way too much for his trades. <laughs> uh, we talked and talked yesterday and tried to make it happen, bless his heart, and it just it seemed like everything I had, he would come back with something that was trying to actively, like, obviously fleece me. Like, I, you yeah. know, like, and here's the thing. Like, I'm trying I, – I prefaced my trades yesterday with, look, I'll do a Kyler Murray for a Derek Carr. Obviously, Kyler Murray, much more valuable, much better player than Derek Carr. Yeah. But I preface it as I'm looking to downgrade a little bit to a player that has no bye weeks. Yeah. I'm I, you know, I preface myself with that. And Babs is still coming at me with shit that's like <laughs> trying to get me to give up fucking CMC and fucking Kyler for like Aaron Rodgers and Alex Collins. Like I'm not I'm not that's that's trash. That's yeah. trash. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I that a little bit of a downgrade is what I'm looking for. Almost insulting. And then, and then I, I come in and and you're trying to fucking <laughs> you know, you're 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 trying to I'm giving you an inch and you're taking a mile type deal. Yeah. So no, Babs, that that wasn't happening. Um, and uh, we'll move on now past the trade talk, but get those trades in. Trade deadline yeah. is. I mean, it's noon up, tomorrow. I mean, November itself has snuck up on oh, me. Oh, dude, November's almost over. I, it's I mean, wild. out of nowhere, there's shit. I feel like I read November nineteenth, November twentieth, and I'm like, oh, we still got time. And like, no, that that literally already fucking happened. Uh, and uh, and I'm just like, holy shit. And then the same thing, you sent out that twenty two hours, whatever today. On group chat, and right. I was like, "What?" The well, no fuck? one had talked about it yet, and I was like, "I wonder if people really." And I know most people probably. Realize I kept thinking I had time. Yeah, no, uh, I thought it was Thursday. It, it was my thing, so I looked today, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's fucking tomorrow." So, uh, still some trades to be made. If no one else, I I, I feel pretty. Con- I've got uh, a couple talks going on Connor, and I feel pretty confident that at least one of them will uh, be going through. Um, so let's move on now. So we, uh, we'll talk about a uh, weekly challenge. Gerky won again. Yep. How many has this got? Is this four? How many has he won? <sighs> he has won four of the seven or four of the 11. It's something like that. Yeah. I, I, I haven't won any of you. No, I have not won a single Gerky's one. Gerky's won four. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, man. He's made $120. He's made almost the buy That's 140 This is 140 Yeah. No, he's, uh, I, he's $10 shy of his buy-in. To fucking on weekly challenges. This young man, I I swear to God, without trying to make Babs think that I'm (laughs) 
saying something good about Gerke. I just, what in the world? I would, it just seems like you, you turn around and Gerke's winning something else. I yeah. mean, now we'll get into his numbers here on his fantasy team Ooh, pretty quick. All right. Looking maybe a little questionable. Uh, okay. But at any rate, Gerke is, you know, he wins another weekly challenge. Uh, have you checked Detroit upload next week? I don't believe he had as of uh, this, like, 3 o'clock or so. I didn't see it on there. Probably not. Let's see here. Let's see here. Calculating. We got recent activity. No, he has not updated. All right. Well, we will have to uh, get that tomorrow. That tomorrow. Uh, as far as next week's weekly challenge, your chances to he win hit, one are dwindling. Gurky hit it on the dot, didn't he, with 21? Yeah, on Dalvin the fucking Cook. dot. Yeah. I had fucking CMC oh, 21.4. And Gurky, meanwhile, as soon as it happened, Gurky said, boom, another weekly yeah, challenge. Yeah, even like, though he's, like, going to lose oh, the fucking Christ. week, he's get that, like, ooh, I win. Ooh. Fucking Gurky, man. Good for him, though. I'm, I'm happy Fuck for yeah. him. Um, so we'll have to upload the weekly challenge once Troy submits it to us. Um, fuck, there was something I wanted to – uh, mentioned before. Oh, uh, as far as weekly challenge, uh, once the playoffs are set and the regular season is over, we I think we should still do weekly challenge just to give people that are out in the consolation bracket maybe something to set a lineup for. Sure. I mean, maybe not. I mean, you can make the argument either way. I yeah. just I think it'd be cool to still have something to set your lineup for. Did we? Um, did it we, honestly wouldn't have any bearing whatsoever on the outcome of the league. So well, I don't that know what it would hurt. That would be my question. Did we vote that you were barred from trading? You, trading, yeah. Trading. But are you barred from uh, Waiver waivers? Oh yeah, no, that's a good point. Because you know, it if would, it's like a tight end thing and you want to pick up a tight end, yeah, kind of I guess that's a good point. It still would maybe affect the but waivers. I don't know if we voted on that. No, that's I don't, the whole I don't thing. know if we did either. But no, I like the idea though because then it's you know even if you're completely out because. Like, yeah, no one gives a fuck about the consolation. Yeah, just something to think about. And honestly, I, I don't care either way. I just uh, yeah. it occurred to me today. I wondered if it was going to go on. Um, all right, so moving on now. Uh, okay, I got pretty nerdy over these last couple of days. <laughs> I really did, um, and I went really deep on some of these on some of these numbers here. So here's what basically I did. I, I made a list of the check it twice. I. I'm, I am Nick, St. Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah. I I wanted to see the results of these six categories. Um, and I think I'm only going to do four for now and keep a couple for next week. Okay. But um, I, I wrote these categories down. I wanted to know uh, – this one's simple, obviously. Your, your record over the last uh, X amount of weeks. And I broke it in three different categories. Uh, just to kind of give you an idea of how your team is doing long term, and then you know something back to the middle of the season, and then the last few games where that is trending for each team. I wanted to see that. I wanted to see your obviously your scoring output. I did um, last six weeks, last six, you know basically half the season. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Teams are very different now than they were week one. Yes. Uh, you know, specifically Babs losing Derrick Henry. Yeah. So you'll see things really, really fucking change after that point. Um, then I wanted to see uh, strength of schedule remaining 
uh, for the remaining season. And obviously I think that one's very important with only three regular season yeah. games yeah. left and everyone's neck and could not be the, the playoff race and the tat race is the most neck and neck it has ever been. Honestly, yeah. it is fucking wild. Yeah. Um, and then point differential. This one I thought is cool. I've never done it. So I wanted to basically look at um, your total number of point differential over the season. So if you won the first game by 10 points, lost the second game by 10 points, your point differential will be zero. And I wanted to see that broken out over the whole year and then broken out over the last couple weeks as well, that type of thing. Uh, so I did that one. And then uh, I've just boiled down um, the last three weeks scoring average for each team basically. That was pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got real nerdy with it. it made Oh my, a, look I, at all this. I'm look at all this. I told you I, I went a little bit uh Damn. this one to took add a you while. to the spotlight. Yeah, this one took a little while, man. I'm telling you, I uh, I I went a little bit in depth, maybe a little too much, but, but it's fun. I mean I it's love very fun. I love looking at even though they you know you can Take it with a grain of salt. Half these guys are yeah. gonna, you know, jack their fucking dicks whenever they it's, fucking, you yeah. know what I mean? Like they could give two fucking shits about it, and I, I understand, but no, I think I, it's fun, and I do think it says something about um, some team. Like I think you can pull stuff, you know. Again, there's luck, obviously. Uh, there is, you know, just the fucking the way the cookie crumbles is mm-hmm. different in different scenarios. But I think you could look at all of these and extrapolate some kind of pattern. For some, t- you know what I mean, and I think you, you'll see what I'm saying by that. And I'll post like a, a visual of this too, because we're obviously going to talk about it a lot, and it'll be easier if you yeah. can see. You got to show your source, right, right, right. So I'll post it so you can like actually like sit and look at your team's stuff. It's in my handwriting, but I and I have sloppy handwriting, but I think I did it fairly neat enough because I expected yeah. to post it. Um, so the first thing I did was I just broke down this, which is. Every team scoring for the last six weeks. Yep. Um, and, and over that period, I wanted to see, obviously, from one to ten, who was what. So, uh, Babs was first. That's not a surprise. Oh, from six weeks ago, you know, Babs was. What's the? What are we looking at on this one? This points. is just your points scored over the last six weeks. Oh, that's yes. a total of your points scored in the last gotcha. six weeks. Points scored. Babs is in first. Yep. Um, second was you. Oh, really? You were second. Okay. You've scored the second most in the league over the last six weeks. Okay. Um, third most was Gerke. Yeah. Followed very closely by Sam. Okay. And then Sam followed very closely by Chris. Uh, what number is that? Chris, fifth place. Okay. Fifth. Sixth place, Troy, who has been surging yep. these last few weeks. Um, seventh place was Neebs, which oh, that one kind of surprised yeah, me. This is again over a six-week period. Yep. From week six on. Eighth place was Razzie. Makes sense. Ninth place, closely behind Razzie, was me. Yep. And then, check this out. I scored 682 points in the last six weeks. Uh-huh. I'm in ninth place. 682. Zoner is in tenth place. Over the last six weeks, Zoner has scored a total of 614 points. Oh. Zoner is 70 points behind me, who is in ninth. Wow. That is wildies for for just for the sake of reference. In that period of time, Babs at first was seven eighty seven, Zoner in last at six fourteen. That's a hundred and what seventy, almost hundred and hundred and seventy three points, almost hundred and seventy five point difference. Damn. 
over six weeks. That's 30 points a week. Yeah, yeah. That's 30 points a week, <laughs> Zoner. Uh, I mean, it, and so that's the six-week breakdown. I mean, that's just – Neebs is higher than I thought. Yeah, Zoner is higher than I thought. I didn't expect to be number two, which was – You were higher than I thought too. You had a couple good weeks in there for – I mean, look, at it. what helped you was since it's six weeks, six weeks ago – you had a 170, and oh, then you've also yeah. had a 150 in there. Yeah, um, yeah. that's which huge. I lost. Right. Um, so that was a six week breakdown. Now I think where it gets even more interesting is the three week breakdown because look, fantasy is all about right now. Like teams are again yeah. getting back to this. Teams are so much different now yes. than they were. Not only different than they were six weeks ago. Like Troy was one and six six yeah. weeks ago, or yeah. one and five six weeks ago. Now he is six and five. Like his team is just a completely different team than it was that long ago. Yeah. I think that within the last three, I think three weeks is a good metric, a good window of like to, um, act, to what is actively happening now, where your tra- where your team is trending now. I think three weeks is a great like what have you done for me lately type of uh, of a measurement. So this one I found very very and look. When I say my name on here, obviously people are going to balk at it because I just had my best week ever. It just so happened to be this week. So I'll say what place I am in, right? And I'm in no way insinuating that I should be, you know, among the top teams. In I'm just saying that, you know, just a heads up, where I am located on this, yes, it just so happens to be because my most recent game was my best game. So over the last three weeks, who do you think is the highest scoring team? If you had a guess, just off the top of your head. Three weeks, highest scoring. Uh, fuck, that's actually really hard. I'm going to say it can't be Gurky. Um, it is not. But, I mean, I'll say Troy. It is not Troy. It's you. It's not me. Um, oh, uh, Sam. It's Sam. Yeah, Sam's. Over the last three weeks, Sam Hine is the highest scoring team at 381 points. Okay. Um, second place is Gerke. Okay. Gerke right. is the second highest scoring team over the last three weeks. I'm third. Okay. I have the third highest scoring team over the last three weeks. Again, pretty. Huge. I'm not making the playoffs. Yeah. I'm not, I'm and not a, talking myself up here. I'm right. just giving a stat. And had a pretty big week. Right. And had my biggest week, obviously, this week. Right. Uh, the fourth highest scoring team over the last three weeks is Chris. Okay. The fifth highest scoring team over the last three weeks is Troy. Okay. And Chris and Troy are separated by less than a point. Um, the sixth highest scoring team, take a guess. Neebs? Nope. Uh, Zon- no, it's not Zoner. Is it me? No. No. Um, well, we're running out of teams here then. Uh, Razzie. It's Razzie. Wow. Razzie's the sixth highest scoring Razzie. team over the last three weeks. Seventh highest scoring team over the last three weeks. Babs. Babs. Yeah. See, this is where I fucking plummet. Yeah. Th- this is where Babs also plummets. Because if remember, when oh, we're Babs looking at one. the six week, yes. he's number one. Yes. Looking at the three week, yeah. Babs is number seven. Yeah. And I think that's indicative of where your team is right now. Yeah. No. 100%. Um, you are eighth. Yep. And you are just well, no, you're quite a ways behind Babs. You're eighth, and you you are averaging 105 points over the last three weeks. Yep. Um, and again, you just had your worst week. Right. So, uh, ninth place is Neebs. 
And by a mile, the worst scoring team over the last three weeks is Honor. Oh, not even close. Not <laughs> even close. Uh, Neems is averaging um, 11 more points a game than Zahner over the last three weeks, and that's the difference in ninth and 10th place. Zahner's team is bleeding out. I mean, Babs' team is bleeding out. Yeah, yeah. Zahner... Uh, your I mean, team has not been no. looking very good at all. It didn't help having Stafford and Cup off last week. But that said, uh, no, you're right. And Zahner really, I mean, he... He benefit. He he got a win last week. You yeah, know? And that's what's crazy. And that's, that's crazy. What's crazy. He got a win because my my head says, okay, he's one of those teams that like gets his wins early, and he coasts off of that. Like obviously, we can look at Babs. He got more than enough wins to make playoffs, to not have to get a tap, whatever. And yeah, he's fallen off. But Zahn isn't as comfortable as like Babs is currently, and he is yeah just trailing. Yeah, you're you're right. And, and here's here's another interesting fact. Over the six-week span, over the, the six-week total scoring, uh, Zahner, again, last place. He's last place over the last six weeks. He's last place over the three last weeks. three weeks. Yeah. But in that six-week span where he's last place, he's three and three. <laughs> Must be fucking nice. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah, but don't talk to people about the luck of matchups. Do not. Do not. Do not. not. Uh, oh, you're referring to your yeah. – I'm not getting into that. I won't either, but I mean – that you're I mean, referring to the group chat argument today about luck versus skill due yeah. to the uh, um, yeah due to the different scoring uh, system that you post, which I find it interesting. I know we're not Just changing to that. Yeah. I know we're not changing to that. We definitely never will. Now yeah. I don't think we were in the first place, but. I just find those numbers to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so just another stat to look at. And uh, when we say, and like I was saying earlier, just to clarify, I mean, when we think of the word skill, we think of it as like the opposite of luck, right? If it's not luck, it has to be some measure of skill. So I guess it's not really skill. If we don't, if we don't want to use the word skill, it's fine. It's just increasing or decreasing luck. And I guess that's where I come in when I say skill. But yeah, that's Zahn is three and three when he has been the lowest the last six and three weeks. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. At any rate, uh, we are going to take our break right now and get back with you with more stats. Next Thank Gen you. Stats. Lit up like the fourth, I'm a happy drunk. Come to pop a big mama, cause your daddy's drunk. I wanna pop, pump it up like the good year blend. Make your heart a four dollar, that's the way I feel. Gold links and minks and shrimp dinners on the bayou. Them's all the things that I ain't gon' buy you. It's like one of them freak things. Hit it once, maybe every couple weeks. Things I got no love, I got no riches, I don't roll folks and I ain't got switches, I got no game, I can't reward shot, but if you want a long one, baby, I got one for you. Kid Rock was a rapper. Nope. Oh my gosh, what a fucking slap that one is. You cannot deny that that is a slap. And Razzy, I know that he's a little young, doesn't know uh, anything about uh, real music from back in those days. Again, like I said, he believes that Macklemore is real rap. 
but yeah, Kid Rock, dude, goes fucking yeah. hard as shit. Oh, big, my God. big time R.I.P. to uh, what was his name? The guy with the four foot nine with, with the ten, ten foot, foot dick. dick. Uh, yeah, little Joe C. Joe C. R.I.P. Mr. Joe C. Man was as a fourth grader or third grader or whatever just being like what in the absolute hell am i looking at is this a kid right it's like that new like hasbula guy that like hangs out with khabib Nurmagomedov, who's like apparently 40 years old and he's like fighting that other kid in russia they both look you know what i'm talking about they like punch each other but like oh yes yeah yeah and they got him like in speeding cars like holding on to the seats and shit like that yeah uh, oh gee, yeah. Anyway. I couldn't believe it. People were like he's got that hit that syndrome. He looks like a kid. Yeah. Which Andy Milanakis, Benjamin Button syndrome. Yeah. No, uh, Andy Milanakis had it too. Yeah. When he was like on TV and everyone thought he was like fourteen year old. Yeah. He was actually like thirty five. I thought he was a fucking uh, kid. Yeah. Um, I was like, what a brave ass kid. Turns out he's old as shit. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Raz, you need to uh, you need to get a refresher on your you kid. Need to check right. yourself. Right. Before you uh, kid wreck yourself. Oh. What? Am I a rapper? You? I'm quitting my job today, right now. Like, I'm not going to work tomorrow. I'm well, rapping. Hey, for a there's, a, there's a job opening because young Dolph just. Hey, executed. someone's a life for a life. You know, my career. And then one you're, day I'll get gunned down in KC. You're probably a better rapper than young Dolph. Yeah. I never heard of him. He was terrible. He never was heard awful. Of him. Every single song he ever did was garbage. Uh, like, Drew, dude, hold on, Drew used to love him for real. Yes, I thought this was just like people were looking up his music when he no, got killed. Y'all no, actually no. knew him? No, he was like very fringe. Like, he okay, was, he, 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 I'd heard of him, but he was just trash. Sure. Um, Neves, all right, Neebs lift to him every day. Back to football. Uh, Neebs does not lift every. Day. I'm a little drunk on the stats already. I can't imagine what else we got. No, that was here. just page one. I I have a shitload more stuff here, and, and again, I you know. People take it with a grain of salt. Babs is going to hear it and brush it off because he thinks his team is just as good now as it was uh, fucking 10, 11 <laughs> weeks ago. Three, almost three months ago, Babs thinks he has the same team. Um, and then, you know, obviously the upward trending teams are going to hear this and like it. Right, um, of course. But, you know, and again, like I said, I think that the last three weeks is a great measurement of the team that you currently are. Um and you got to play the hot hand, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so we'll move forward now. The next thing I wanted to do was look at the strength of schedule for the rest of the season. And I know we kind of did this a few weeks ago, um, but I went a little more in depth. What I did this time was I took out for your last um, – well, first of all, I did two numbers for each person. So, for instance, Babs. We'll start with Babs. Babs, over the course of the whole season, is the number one scoring team. Yeah. Babs, over the course of the last three weeks, is the number seven scoring team. And so that means Babs would average those two out for Babs, and he would get, what is that, a four. Yeah, yeah. four, yeah. So he would be like a four, essentially, would be his difficulty. Did that for every team. Yep. And then I extrapolated those data out over – everybody's schedule yeah and so what you'll have at the end is two numbers so for instance babs babs the rest of the season plays neebs gurky razzy neebs's number added up is an eight gurky's number added up is a 2.5 razzy's at number added up is a seven the higher your number is 
the easier you are to beat. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. So it's like the 30, it's like when we look at our projections and someone's the 31st, opposition rank 31st, that means they're terrible. Correct. Yeah. Has a green. So the higher your number is that you get at the end of this is the easier your schedule is moving forward. Yep. Um, so I averaged those two numbers out between everyone. Again, like I said, these are numbers for the whole season. Yep. And then the last three weeks, average out for each team. Yeah. So the you're extrapolating the data that we've gotten from so far for the next and and then projecting that for the next three weeks. Correct. Got and it. I uh my over under on how many times we say extrapolate for this podcast <laughs> was seven. I think we're at like four or five now. It's a fun word. Uh, it is a fun word. So here is what I did. And again, the lower your number is, the harder your schedule is the remainder of the season. Yeah. Uh, and the higher it is, the easier your schedule is remainder of season. Yep. Uh, and this is based on not what place a team is in in the standings, but how many points that team has scored over the year and then how many points that team has scored over the last three weeks. Yep. Uh, so first and foremost, we will start with the easiest remaining schedule. Okay. It is a tie. Okay. It is a tie between you and me. All right, let's go. And let's go pod. So we'll break it down. You play Zoner, Neebs, and Chris. Obviously, Chris is yeah, oh, man. a I difficulty. Man, that sounds like a brutal, except for... No, Zoner and Neebs? Are you kidding me? Right. Zoner is 10 and 10. Fair, fair. Zoner is the least over the last however many weeks, and he's the worst, or the least in the last three weeks. True. So Zoner... That, you basically are guaranteed a win as long as you don't fucking shit the bed. Correct. I mean, you, your odds could not be better. Neebs is nine and seven. Neebs is number nine, number seven seed. So Very he's true. an eight. Very true. Chris is four and five. Chris's his numbers are fourth over the season and fifth over the last. Okay. Or yes. opposite, vice versa. Fifth over the whole season, fourth over the last three weeks. So Chris gets a four point five score. So your total difficulty is the same as mine, and that is a twenty two point five. Okay. So there's your benchmark. You and I have on paper the easiest remaining strength of schedule. Our total number is a 22.5, which is the highest. Okay. So from there, you go down to the eighth easiest remaining schedule, and that belongs to Slick Will. Slick Will has a number of 20.5, a difficulty rating of 20.5, which, again, not very difficult, according to the... Who's uh, he got left? Who's he he got? has Troy, Zahn, and you. Okay, yes. Okay. And again, Troy a little bit difficult, uh, but Zahn the easiest. And then you are a tale of two seasons because over the whole season, you are, what, the second highest right. score. But over the last three weeks, you are the eighth yep. highest scorer. Yep. So those numbers all uh, added up and averaged. Chris has a 20.5. Next is Babs, the seventh oh. easiest schedule remaining with a 17.5 score. Babs plays Neebs, Gerke, and Razzie. A 17.5 is the average. Next, we have Zoner with the sixth most difficult remaining schedule. Zoner has a score of 15.5. He plays JT. He plays Chris and he plays me. Okay. Um, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I think 
as it lays today, I think all three of us are pretty happy we're playing Zon, but yeah. Well, I think anybody's happy they're playing Zon at this point. Uh, I mean, maybe my trade uh, with him will help him out a little bit, but yeah, I mean, just Ooh, wait. I didn't think about that. Yeah. You I have to play against the have to play. Yeah. Oh, I have to play against Kyler. Oh, no, yeah. I didn't know about not that. Any, again, yeah. It's hey, not, I mean, you were playing for, you know, you know not what idea. you're doing. Sure. Yeah, I'm just trying to win one week. One week. Um, so the fifth most difficult schedule for the remainder of the season is Sam Hine. His season is just a little more difficult uh, as far as what is remaining. Uh, a little more difficult than Zahn's. Sam had an averaged out score of 15 on the difficulty rating. Um, Sam plays Gerke, Razzie, Troy. Manageable. Yeah. But Troy's surging. Razzie's not good. Gerke is trending down in the last week. He played good this week. Sam? Yep. Turkey, Razzie, Troy. His think... total score is a 15. Kirky, Razzie, Troy. Okay, yeah. yeah. The fourth most difficult schedule for the remainder of the season is Kyle Gerke. He had a difficulty score of 14.5. He plays Sam, Babs, and then Neebs. Very real possibility that Gerke goes one and two. There. <laughs> Um, although then again, if you look at the last three week data, uh, not quite as difficult because Babs is ranked seventh over the last three weeks and Neves is ranked ninth yeah. over the last three weeks. Uh, then we have the third most difficult schedule remaining is Troy. Uh, oh, and Troy, can he keep it up? Well, here That's you go. What she said. Yeah. Uh, several. Girls have said that. <laughs> Troy. Uh, Troy plays Chris. Okay. Troy plays me. Yep. And then Troy plays Sam Hine. That's not easy. In fact, if you want to get even nerdier about it, if you're just looking at the three-week breakdown, so the scores over the last three weeks, Troy by far has the hardest schedule remaining. Again, okay. if we're looking at what a team has done over the last three weeks, Troy plays Chris, who's the fourth highest scoring over the last three weeks. Plays me. I'm the third highest scoring over the last three weeks. Again, green yep. salt. Yep. Sam is the number one scoring team over the last three weeks. That's right. That's right. Um, all told, he has a difficulty rating of 13. Okay. But over the last three weeks, it was an eight. That is the lowest by far of anyone on the paper um, in any category. So then next we have the second hardest remaining schedule. Tyler Rasmussen. Oh, Razzie. Razzie plays me this week. Yep. Sam. Oh, man. And then Babs. And then Babs. So that is a difficulty rating of 12.5. Okay. Getting low. Getting low. Man, I feel like we're missing somebody. I think we're down to number we 10. We are down to the last place oh, team. No happens way. Have, he happens to have the most difficult remaining schedule of anyone. That is obviously Neebs. He plays Babs, you, and Gerke. Yep. His difficulty score is 11.5. Now, if you want to look at it on the three-week breakdown, he's less difficult because Babs is number seven over the last three weeks in scoring. True. You are number eight. True. Gerke, number two. Yeah. So if you look at it that way, you know, yeah. The way teams are trending now, that's a 17 on the difficulty rating. Yeah. But 
If you look at it over the whole season, he has a six on the difficulty rating score. So that averaged out to 11.5. And, uh, I mean, it just, for his sake, you hope I'm wrong here. (laughs) He hopes I'm wrong for sure. And, you know, this is all conjecture. This is all uh, a bunch of talking heads. But I found those numbers to be really cool. Um, and especially if it's right, you and I have the easiest, you know what I mean? But I mean, I choose to believe the data that you have presented with me today. Right. Absolutely. Well, I thank you for choosing to believe it. And again, this doesn't factor in bye weeks. This doesn't factor in trades. Yes. This doesn't factor in injuries. You, yeah. Obviously, just like anything with fantasy, these are just numbers to, you yeah. know. It's fun. It is. I mean, there's like a guy on Reddit who will teach you how to use Excel. Uh, he'll teach you how to pro. No, yeah. He'll teach you how to program, program yeah. using Python right. with fantasy. You know, it's just data. At the end of the day, it's a, there's so many different ways you can. You can I'm going to add another one. You can extrapolate the data, and, and uh, it's it is fun. It is fun. And, and again, I know I went a little overboard. Now I really get overboard on this next. Here page. we go. We're so, diving. We're getting put we're, on your tinfoil hats. We're already getting pretty into it as far as the numbers go. I'll, and again, I'll screenshot these and throw them up just so you guys can look at it. You you, oh. may, you may not even give a these shit. Are Christmas but just colors. for fun. Yes, Christmas colors, red and green. This page is a lot of red and green because this Holy is the moly. point differential. Okay. So, for instance, we use Babs. In week one, Babs won his matchup by 62.9 points. So Babs gets a green 62.9 because he has a positive differential of 62.9. Yes. Uh, in week 11, Babs lost his matchup okay. by 49.7 points. So you would, you would add all the collective season up. That you know what I'm saying? So like for Vavs, it's he won ten in a row. So you add his first ten weeks to how many points he won by, and then you subtract that he lost last week by forty nine point seven. Got it. So Babs's total throughout the entire season is crazy compared to everyone else. Sure, sure. Babs's point differential, and again, it's different over the last three weeks. I'll get to that. Over the whole season. His point differential is plus 327.9. Wow. Okay. That is crazy. Uh, Gerkes over the whole season. And this is – and just so the listeners at home, and maybe they picked up on it better than me, but because at first I thought, isn't this just your points for versus no, your no, points no, no, against? No, no. no it's, it's not because no, it's, it's, not. it's every week your differential yes. tally. Exactly. It's a running total yes. of your differential per week. Got Correct. Because, yeah, again, going back to the example – Week one, Babs won his matchup by 62.9 points. Yes. So he gets a plus 62.9. And then second week, he... He won by 26.2. So he gets a plus 26.2. You add them you together. You go through all those weeks yep. and add up the total. Yep. And then you get your differential. Got it. Um, so Babs, again, crazy. His season differential, and obviously this is... Oof, talk about a grain of salt. Uh, his season differential is positive 327.9. Okay. And that is first place by a fucking mile. It's not even, (laughs) not even close. Not even anyone. For instance, second place, Gerke, second in the standings, I'll say his season differential plus 9.2. Oh fuck. And he's second in the standings. Uh, the second highest differential was Sam at a plus 79.4. Holy shit. Uh, and we'll break down the three-week total after this. Sure, so, sure. Gerke was a 9.2 on the positive side differential. Sam was a positive 79.4 differential. Chris is a positive 
39.2 differential. Okay. Zahner is a positive 32.2 okay. differential. Wait, wait, wait. I'm hearing all these, and Gerke was a 9? Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Troy is a negative differential of 14 and 14.4. Okay. Troy has negative 14.4 differential. Yours, and this is how I know how close your season has been. Okay. Your differential is negative 0.5. <laughs> okay. Razzie's differential. Try not to laugh. <laughs> Razzie's differential is negative 295.5. Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> to put it in perspective, my differential is negative 150. Okay. And Neebs' differential is negative 74. Wow. So what are we looking at here? Because my mind tells me this is your boom-bust calculator. Kind of. Okay. It kind of is. I, I, that's, see, that's the way I was looking at it. If it kind of is as well. But, I mean, it's basically just, you know. How like, much are you losing by? And then how much are you winning? I mean, yeah. So it's basically, so if you look at the end, Babs, we'll go Babs for example again. Babs's total season differential is positive 327.9. Right. It's positive, so he averages a win. Yeah. Bab average Babs averages a win, and divided by eleven games, Babs averages a thirty point win. Yeah. That's what he averages. Gerke averages what? Uh, fuck. He's positive nine point two, so he averages a win, but he averages a very low win. Yeah. Um, and basically, you just go down the line doing it like that. So Troy averages a loss. But he averages a loss of you know less than or one a week. He averages a loss by by one point right. per week. You average a loss by like one tenth of a point per week. Right, right. It's uh, man, I I am very curious, at really like breaking this out and really understanding what it means. Because so, listen, let me let me go to the three week breakdown for each team, and okay. I think that'll kind of explain a little more of what I'm getting at. So over the whole season, Babs has a point differential of plus 327.9. Over the last three weeks, his point differential is only plus 9.3. Okay. Over the season, Gerke has a point differential of plus 9.2. Over the last three weeks, he has a differential of negative 60.7. Okay. Over the whole season, Sam has a point differential of 79.4. Over the last three weeks, he has a differential of Plus 52 and a half. Okay. Positive 52 and a half. So, yeah. Chris, over the whole season, positive 39. Over the last three weeks, positive 3.4. Zahner, this one's crazy. Over the whole season, positive 32.2. Over the last three weeks, negative 24.5. Troy, over the whole season, negative 14.4. Over the last three weeks, Positive 96. Wow. So think about that. That is the teams that are hot right now. Is the teams whose differential differs the most in a positive manner yeah. over the last three weeks as opposed to their entire season output. Right. You know, like Babs obviously is still averaging a win, but instead of 327.9, it's now nine. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Troy, who was averaging a loss, he was averaging negative 14.4 differential, is now averaging positive 96 yep. over the last three weeks. Yeah. 
or that's his total over the last three weeks is 96 point differential in his favor. Um, you were a negative 0.5 on the season and you are now a negative 34.7. Oof. So you've been trending very badly in the last three weeks. Yeah. Um, Razzie, I got a win in one this those, one yeah. is pretty wild. Over the season, Razzie has had a negative point differential of 295.5. <laughs> Over the last three weeks, Razzie's point differential, positive 17.6. Wow. Trending in a completely different way. Completely different. Now, mine is a little bit better. My, I was negative 150 on the season, total differential. Over the last three weeks, only negative 12. Still negative. Okay. But much better. Yep. Neems. And I think that this number right here, you know, you look at all these guys who don't make that many moves, don't make any trades, and I think this number right here really adds an illustration to it. Neves is trending the exact same. Over the over the season, his differential is negative 74. Over the last three weeks, it's negative 46. That's the lowest change of anyone. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's because his team has stayed the exact fucking same all damn season long. He doesn't trade, um, and now he's getting hit with – Injuries, um, but yeah, it, so again, I think this one's just to kind of show where the trends are. Like if you were in the green for the whole season and now you're in the red, you're trending down, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Babs is barely – he was been in the green all season. Now he's barely in the green. He's trending down. Yep. Uh, Gerke has been in the green all season. And now he's way in the red, trending down. Sam has stayed consistent in the green. He's barely changed at all in the last. He, his, he's, he's still very consistent. Sam, positive, positive on the season, positive in the last three weeks. Chris, still in the green, but kind of like Babs, not nearly as much in the last three weeks as he has been for the entirety of the season. Zahner, biggest change. Yeah. From 32 in the green to 24 in the red. Uh, and I think we'd all agree that Zahner has been trending the opposite way. Yep. Troy goes from 14 in the red to 96 in the green. And yep. we all agree that Troy's the hottest team right now, and that number would correlate with that. It is. And, I mean, it's just interesting because you said he's averaging like 130. So with that big of a differential, you have to think his team opponents have to be shitting the bed a little bit. But can he is definitely uh, – I mean, he's won his last three matchups by <clears> – <throat> 44, 18, and 33. Yeah. Troy has. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, hey, look, just because someone should, it doesn't mean they're shit in the bed. As, you know, you put in what you think is the best team on the field. Mm -hmm. That's all you can do. And Troy's doing the same thing. Sure. And over the last five weeks, he's whooping everyone. I mean, that's just unfortunately to say that's the way it's going. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got you. I mean, you're trending bad. Yeah. You are you're almost a zero you're almost a completely even differential yep and now you're negative 34 yep. uh razzy crazy uptrend in this metric he was a negative almost 300 now he's a positive 17 um i am trending a little bit better still in the red and then like we've like we said needs essentially the exact same that he has been all season not not much has changed in there yep um so that one's a little out there i know it kind of what do you a, call that one point differential Point differential. Yeah, okay. Just a point differential. Um, so very interesting. Yeah, that one's a little Lots out there. I saw that one on uh, Reddit one, and they were feel saying that that's that kind of like uh, it. Whatever they like looked at the numbers compared to the whole uh, 
season or whatever, and then they did the last three weeks, and it really like, yeah, the averages of it, like the differential, really showed you like the teams that were on an uptick, and then the teams that were on a downtick. Yeah. Um. So I thought I don't know that one was just kind of a nerdy one that they all kind of are, but it was fun to look at. Um. And finally, okay, this was pretty straightforward. Obviously, just your record over. I did three breaks. I did your season record. Your record over the last eight weeks, and then your record over the last five weeks. Okay. Uh, and, dude, this one didn't tell me too much, obviously, just because you're looking at, like, so many teams are six and five. So yeah. many teams are four and seven. Yeah. Um, Babs, not a lot, you know, not a lot to say about Babs. Ten and one on the season, seven and one in the last eight weeks, four and one in the last five weeks. Gerke, six and five on the season, three and five in the last eight weeks, one and four. Gerke is one in four in the last five weeks. Talk about a downturn. Yep. Sam Hine, six and five on the season, five and three in the last eight weeks, four and one. Yeah. Last five yep. weeks. Yep. Slick, six and five on the season, five and three in the last eight weeks, three and two in the last five weeks. Zahner, six and five whole season, three and five last eight weeks, two and three last five weeks. The fact that he has won two out of his last five, it seems unfair to me. Uh, but anyways, Troy, six and five on the season, three and five in his last eight weeks. That's not right. Five and three. He's five and three in his last. Yeah, I got his mixed up. Yes, Troy is five and three in his last eight weeks, and he is five and zero oh in his last five weeks. Yep. You are four and seven on the season, three and five in the last eight weeks, which is crazy to think that you're three and five in the last eight weeks, and you are one and four in the last five weeks, just like Gerke. Yep, brutal. And again, these numbers on the record really match the numbers pretty closely on the point differential. Yeah. yeah. Um, Razzy, four and seven on the season, two and six last eight weeks, two and three last five weeks. I am also four and seven. I am also th- I am three and five in the last eight weeks, just like you and yeah. Zahner and Gerke. Like and I am one and four in the last five weeks. You and I have identical breaks. And Gerke. Well, no. Uh, no. Yeah, well, we have the whole season breaks. You and I are the exact same. Right. Yes. Neebs, three and eight for the whole season. Three and five over the last eight weeks. And... I was surprised he's two and three in the last five. Yeah. So take that one. You know, obviously there's not a lot you can really do with that except uh, realize that Gerke and yourself at this are point, really trending down. I, I, I mean, so at this point, only so am I, but I have been all season. So. At this point, only Babs has clinched playoffs. Would you say or uh, no? Would you say that there are? People? How does that break? How does that break? So there's six of them. Well, right. So Babs is guaranteed a playoff spot at this yeah. point. I don't think anyone else is technically guaranteed a playoff spot. I don't know the rest of the schedule because a theory, there's three games left. Because Gerke Theoretically, can, you and I could end up with seven wins, and if they all lost. But they all can't lose I know because they, they play all, each other. Or us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it really is tough to break it out at this point. We'll have to do that for next week. We'll have to break out like who's clinched and who hasn't. Right. Um, well, I was going to go a little bit longer after oh, our okay. break Oh, okay. Well, then maybe um, we 
look at well i mean it's going to take time to break up the schedule, right no but so. i have i have who plays who for the rest uh-huh, of the season okay. so we can at least get a little bit into it perfect um perfect. but we're going to go ahead and take that break right now and then we'll come back and have like another 20 15 20 minutes or so um just looking at uh some more numbers right. yeah we'll look at some more numbers we'll look at uh the way the playoffs are shaking right now and uh basically what you know what windows have to open and close for a certain team to make the playoffs or not and uh, then we'll speculate who we think will not make the playoffs who we think will uh and we're going to take our break right now we'll get right back with you guys what uh what is your favorite thanksgiving food jt my god that is so hard I would have thought it would have been easy for you. I thought I would have thought you would say what you make every fucking week. So here's the thing. Here's what's hilarious about that. That is not a state. That was never a staple in my family. My family's never made it. That was something I started to make. And we're talking about green bean casserole. I started to make because I was coming over and watching football and I needed to make something. And I figured <laughs> it's a great side. I'd had it once or twice. So it's funny that I do make that so much, but no, that was not a staple in my house growing up. Um, I would say, God, the thing that I'm craving the most right now when I think about it is... Pussy? Yeah, pussy. <laughs> um, fuck, it's hard. It's probably going to be stuffing with gravy on it, uh, with brown gravy. Oh, that is a good choice. Some turkey stuff, because we do, but we did both. We did the, the the stuffing inside the turkey and stuffing outside the turkey. Of course. And, uh, man, the stuffing inside the turkey, and then you put some gravy. Next would be the homemade mashed potatoes with the gravy. Oh, God. Uh, I would make them. We handmade all of our mashed, fucking boiling the potatoes. Hand-grew the potatoes, harvested yeah, them. Yeah, hand-grew them. Had to go out there and, and harvest them myself. Um God, there's so many, so many great things. Uh, cornbread, the pie. I mean, look, turkey's dry as shit. I'll eat it. I'll smother it in gravy. Turkey's not always dry as shit. If not always. It, if you do it right, it's not. Brine your turkey, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I know that everybody in this group probably already knows this, but for the love of God, if you don't do it, cook your turkey the same way you've always cooked it, but just brine it overnight beforehand in a salt-sugar-water mixture. Throw in some, uh, like... Uh, herbs and stuff as well if you want to. But if nothing else, throw that baby in a bucket of ice water with some salt sugar water in it. Let it sit overnight. It will change your All life. Right. That is my PSA. It, right. will, it will it will make a turkey 100% better instantly. Just okay. do that and then cook it how you've always cooked it. It will change your life. Same goes for any uh, poultry, by the way. But, um, are you? Do you like dark meat? Dark meat's a way to go. Absolutely, I love dark meat. absolutely. Yeah. You, yeah. you want dark meat. Dark meat has the yeah. most flavor and yes. is the most uh, moist. I mean, uh, light meat it has very little nutrients in it, and it is uh, usually the driest part. Is dark meat closest to the bone or no? That's not true. That's not That's true. Not true. Okay. For instance, in chicken, uh, dark meat is just thighs. Thighs are dark meat. Yeah. in chicken. Yeah, and and. When you get other stuff, the bre- anything that's on the breast is on a bone, and it's still white meat. True, true. I mean, oh, that's uh, interesting. But no. Uh, but let me let me take a second here and flip it over. What is your favorite? My favorite. Uh, I'm a mashed potatoes guy. I uh, I do love the mashed potatoes, but I fucking love deviled eggs. Oh, I love, oh. and those are the ones that. 
You either love them or you hate them, yep. but I love deviled eggs. Yeah. And the smoke, my brother does like smoked deviled eggs on yeah. the trays. Oh my God, it's so fucking Really? Good. See, that Dude. was that was not even a part of my Thanksgiving. So that's crazy. Yeah. That. Love deviled eggs. Really? Love, love. Do you ever, oh, do you know how to make them? Ever? Yeah, I've made them a couple times and Jesus Christ, they're good, man. You got to get the mixture right or they can be. Either too runny or too yeah. dry, but dude, if you get it right, holy shit! Did your family fuck with yams? Yeah, yeah. but like in the same way that it was like fucking in a pan with uh, fucking the marshmallows melted on. You oh, know what I mean? like you can't. Oh no, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my grandmother always made a point. She'd even make like two or three of them if it was just for her. But yeah. I loved them. I liked it enough. And then the last thing I'll ask if you fucked with, uh, do you fuck with cranberry sauce? I like cranberry and sauce. And do you like it cold or do you like it warm? Cold. I like it cold, but only on like my other food mixed up. Okay. Uh, I think that if you eat just cranberry sauce on a spoon by yourself, you're a psychopath. I might be a psychopath, Doss. I, I like it. I mean, it was there it was, and it was just this sweet. I don't know. what It, it was just so – we just always had it and it, it was the can. Came out of the can. Right. Uh, and – yeah, I mean, it, it eventually gets kind of mixed up with things, but I'm, I'm just as fine eating it. But it, it is like this tart, uh, just kind of a cleanser almost, I guess. I don't know what to say about well, it. Well, I but... think that that's why it just goes so good with everything else. And yeah. there's like, I saw... And I only have it Thanksgiving and Christmas. So it is very, it is just that time of year, symbolic. Uh, right, it definitely is one of those things that just is the nostalgia of it. Um, but I saw, I think Papa Murph's has a, uh, Thanksgiving pizza right now. And it's like gravy instead of sauce. And then you got the cheese and it's got turkey on it, stuffing on it. And then cranberry glaze on top. <laughs> oh man. It sounds not too bad. I would give Listen, it a shot. I would ask him to give me the sample of the fucking, the glaze. Cause I, everything else sounded really great. Yeah. You had me at the, the gravy, the, uh, the stuffing, and the turkey, that was all great. But, man, I don't know about the, the that. Cranberry, same as the cranberry sauce going with your Thanksgiving shit. I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I uh, know. But, at any rate, we spent enough time, I guess, hey, talking about that. But it's nice to break it up. I'm hungry already. I know, me too. Um, Okay, we'll get back into this real quick just for a few minutes, uh, just for shits and gigs. Uh, what were we going to talk about here? Oh, just the playoff scenario. How yeah, yeah, yeah. How the just playoffs are how, shaking out. Yeah. So, uh, let me pull up as I pull up the league standings. Um, where are the fucking standings? League, you need to oh, go to standings. Yeah, it is understandings. How convenient. By the way, Gerky won't fucking trade me for nothing. I, I think Gerky's just too proud of his team. I just I offered him Connor for James Robinson straight up. He said no. I offered him Connor for uh, Daryl Henderson straight up. He said no. I asked him why. He said because he didn't think James Conner was consistent. I said, look at James Conner's numbers. He's the eighth-ranked running back on the season in scoring. He has the most rushing touchdowns of any running back, and he has been extremely consistent. Well, then Gerke counters me with he doesn't feel good about it because he can't justify trading for a guy that he dropped. So yeah. whatever. A man has to make his rules and live by him, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, I will I'm say... I'm looking for a trade for James Conner. Shoot me him. It doesn't even have to be that good. Just shoot me some trade offers. You heard it. Um, you know Doss's number, possibly. He has a new one, I think. Um, no, I, you know, I'm very curious about the season with trades. Um, we did so many before the season even started. 
I would say as a whole, we have done a lot more trades this season than we ever have, but they just happen so early. And I'm, I'm worrying, I'm not worrying. I'm just wondering about the effect that has on people about some people. Listen, some people, uh, you can clearly look at their trade uh, history this year, and I think they're regretting it. And I think a lot of people might be on that 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 thinking of like, I don't want to, you know, trade myself into a bad spot. But um, I think it's been a lot different, and um, you know, we can discuss it on another pod. But the whole like, do do you did you like that we drafted so early? Did you like um, that we had so many trades before a single snap was ever? you know, uh, snapped and I don't know. It's just, I, it's just been an interesting year. Of course. Um, all, every year is unique, but this one being more unique being that we drafted so early and well, it didn't work out for some of us, both of us included. Uh, but still some hope for some other guys. According to ESPN, Neebs has 1% chance of making the playoffs. I think it's actually zero. Uh, I have a <laughs> He's 13... gonna go get a 1% patch. Yeah. I have a 13%, Razzie hey. 17 You, it jumps up to 45%. And I guess that's just based on points four since we all have the same record. As then in. you go to the uh, rest of the guys. So Who are in the playoffs. Playoffs right now are Babs with the number one spot, Gerke with the number two spot, Sam at three, Chris at four, Zoner at five, Troy at six. Um. If you look at the strength of remaining schedule on there, Troy would have the Troy and Gerke have the toughest road, according to it. But also, the inverse of that is Troy's team is the hottest right now, and Gerke's is one of the yeah. worst. So I'm going to say that I think Gerke does not finish in second place. Uh, Gerke's in the playoffs, don't get me wrong. Fair. But I don't think Gerke finishes in second. I don't think Gerke is going to get that first round bye. No, I and see. Sam. I, 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 Sam. I think Sam or, man, I would say Chris, but the points four for Chris is pretty low. I think it shakes out like this. I think it shakes out. Babs won with the bye. Sam two with the bye. With the bye. Troy three. Okay. Chris four. And then it gets interesting. And then it would be Gerke at five. And then there's the rest of us. And then there's the rest. <laughs> because while Zoner is the odd man out of the guys that are currently... As far as trends go, as far as... And I think that it, obviously the way it's trending, I would put Zoner, if any one of this, the guys that are currently in the playoffs, if any of them would have to be out, obviously the way things are trending, I would say Zon. I think the group um, voted that way as well today. Yes. So let's see here. Piece of paper. So I said it would go recap here. I so said Babs. Babs at the one. Sam at the two. Sam at the two. And then I said Troy at the three. Troy at the three. Chris at the four. Yep. Then we Gerke said Gerke at the five. Gerke at the five. Man, I just don't know if Gerke slides, but I could see it. He does have a good team, man. He's just he's one and four over the last five weeks. Yeah. But he's got on paper, he's got a great fucking team. Like I looked at it before I played him this week. I was like, I have no chance. Yeah. And it took me scoring my best 
week of the season to beat him. Yeah. Um, but just based on the way things have been trending for him, I mean, like I said, one and four over the last five weeks. Like, and then these other guys are surging. Like Sam is surging, Troy is surging, Chris is staying very constant while Gerkey has been on the downslide. Um, but again, Gerkey, you're fine. You're in the playoffs. That's all you yeah. got to do is get there. Yeah, he's been downsliding. He's still in second place. Uh, right, right. I mean, one and right. four the last five weeks still in second That's place. That's crazy. He's yeah. one and four in the last five weeks. He's four. still in second place. Yeah, exactly. That is a wild stat. Yep. So he's just hanging on by the hair of his chinny chin chin. Yep. And so, all right, Babs the one with a bye. Sam the two with a bye. Troy the three seed. Play Chris, question mark. So you we'll think it's going to be uh, Chris the four seed? Okay. Gerky the five seed. Now one spot remaining. So we are projecting it based on what we're looking at here. We're projecting Chris and Gerky to play in the playoffs. Yes. Right? Is that how that works? Based yeah. on what? Again, this is obviously just for shits and giggles. Yeah. But what I believe is most likely to happen here is Chris versus Gerky, round one of the playoffs. Um, so that will leave one slot open. Uh, and again, Zoner, sorry, bud. We're just based on the way it's looking, man. We're counting you out of the playoffs at this point. But that, you know what? Here's the thing: for Zoner to get out of the playoffs, somebody at four and seven has to win out, right? No, they don't. Because no. if Zoner loses out and somebody at four and seven wins two and, wins two two and has points four, which yeah. they would because Zoner's the lowest in the league, right? Um, second lowest. Second lowest. Uh, I believe that it's possible. There is a very... Zahner's remaining schedule... There's a probability. It's in the realm of possibility. Zahner's remaining schedule is you. Yeah. Slick. Yep. And me. Yes. So, I think he'll beat me week 14. So, Chris and him will be... Him and Chris will be a huge matchup. That for will the be a huge matchup. Yeah. Um, I have to get a win this week. I have to get a win. Otherwise, well, yeah, with the four and seven guys, again, I'm. I know I'm out of the playoffs. Well, if I but let if you Zon want win, any chance at all? Oh, if, if, you, if I let Zon win, he's in the playoffs. Yeah, it, and the, the whole league honestly needs you to beat Zoner this week. If, yeah, I mean, okay, not the whole league. I'll, I mean. The four and seven guys that want any yeah. chance whatsoever. Yeah. We are all cheering for you <laughs> to beat Zoner this week. Sure. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, um, looking at it. I but don't... then that also hurts us because then you gain a win. Right. You know, it's a, it's a catch-22 for yeah. us. And that's why – Well, you... no, because then you got to hope you win your match, essentially. Basically, we're all – Right. All four and sevens are hoping we win our match and you need me to win. But it's just as important, if not more important, that Zoner continues to lose. Correct. Or Zoner starts to lose, I should yeah. say, if the way he's been getting lucky. But – my point is, um, yeah, I think that I think there's a good chance Zoner could go one and two these remaining games uh, and be seven and seven. That would leave the door open for one of the four and seven teams to also, again, long shot. They'd have to win out to tie Zoner's seven and seven final record. Right. Then hope that they obviously take Zoner on points, which if it's you or Razzie, you probably would. Um, not out of the question. Uh, man, I just, what do you have remaining? You have Zoner, Neebs, and Chris. <sighs> I just don't know. I think you can beat Zoner and Neebs. That week 14 matchup with Chris is going to be tough. Sure. Yeah. That's going to be tough. And that 
very well. I could see a scenario where Zahner is, you know, six and seven at that point, and you are also six and seven at that point, and Zahner beats me that final week, and you lose to Chris and miss out on the playoffs. Sure. Or put Razzie in your place yeah. instead of – I'm just using you as an example because yeah. we're both four and seven. I'll say Razzie instead of you. Yeah. Um, Razzie that final week has Pabs. Now what if – and no one wants to think about this because I think both of us have to play him. What if old Flower Power wins three out? He'd be six and eight. He will be six and eight, and he would probably be safe from a tad, I'd imagine, at that point. So he needs to yes. win out. I think he needs to win out to be safe from the tap. We need to look at scheduling. And again, yeah. looking at scheduling. Because I know he plays me, and I know he plays you, right? He plays Babs JT Gerke. Okay. So you and I, a win out of, well, a win from him for both of us secures our safety, essentially. Uh, no, a loss from him, you mean. Well, a win if, over him. Right. If Neves loses one more game then he can only get to five wins. And that would mean he'd have to beat you and Gerke to get to five wins. Yeah. If he loses to Babs this week. But we also need to get to five. We also need to get to five. And I think for you, you're playing Zahn this week. You're getting to five. And then you play Neves the next week. You're getting to five. You, you, you are getting to five. I'm worried about myself still. Obviously, I got Razzie this week. You know, he's been trending up. Troy, obviously, hottest team in the league. I got him that following week. Then I finish with Zahn. So I think I can get to five. Okay. And I don't think Neebs gets to five. I just don't. I really don't think he does. I I mean, he's going to have to win two of his last three to get to five. Yeah. That means he has to count you as a loss. So let's count you as a loss. He would have to beat Babs and Babs or Gerke. Right. In addition to beating you, he'd have to beat Babs or Gerke. Yep. Um, I, I don't see it. I don't, I don't think Neebs gets to five wins. I, he, he's won three games all year, and now he's going to have to win two of his last three. He's won three out of 11. Now he has to win two out of three Yeah. to get to five games and not get the tattoo. Don't see it. That's the don't reality. See it. Don't see it happening. Yeah, I, I, don't, I do not see that happening. Uh, so as far as the final playoff spot, it, I mean, the way I see it, it's wide open. Yeah. Uh, I've got Babs at the one with the bye, Sam at the two with the bye, Troy at the three, Chris at the four playing Gerke at the five round one. So whoever gets that sixth spot in in this projection would play Troy uh, round one. And I don't think that the way things are going, I don't think anybody wants to play Troy round one. I want to play Troy so bad. He beat me twice this year. Uh, so I want to play Troy. I want to play. He caught me. I want to make the playoffs too. It's not. It's happen. not that I want the redemption. This is like last year. The Saints swept the division. They swept the NFC South, but they lost to the Buccaneers in the playoffs. And that is what I'm hoping for. Uh, I want that spot so I can beat Troy in the playoffs. He swept me in the air, and if I could go in there and just dominate him in the playoffs, like I know my team could do. I think I've got the personnel, but man, I just need him. He did catch me without Stafford and Cup the second time, and I didn't have Stafford or Cup, or I didn't have at least Cup the first time. You know what you need? 
A Connor. James Connor. <laughs> I'd hate to know what I'd have to give up to give you Connor. Well, or I Connor. told you I would give Yeah, him. I'll fire off something tomorrow. I, I mean, told you I will give James Connor up to – he's the running back eight. Okay. He is the running back eight. What? I will you... accept down to the running back 17. So for you're James looking Connor. for a running back. I would like a replacement running back. I will also look at receivers. Sure. Man. I'll look at receivers. I just am, I don't need a quarterback anymore. I'm I'm set. Oh, man. Rough. Okay. Well, it's uh I mean, give I'm, it a look. Give I a look. will definitely give it a look. I will. And, yeah, I There's mean There's a couple opportunities. It can't it's just hurt. what will I sacrifice for this week if I need to. Right. And I mean, look, it can't hurt to shoot me an offer. The worst I can say is no. And again, I would like to Trade them off for a different running back uh, that's within the top. Ideally, if you give me an offer of a running back that's in the top 15, I will trade for James Conner, who is the running back eight, leads the league in rushing touchdowns. I will, I would do that. Um, or it would have to be, obviously, a comparably uh, graded wide receiver. I right. would look at either one of those and consider it. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing to take a downgrade. Uh, just to get a guy that has no bye weeks left. Yeah. So, uh, everybody, that goes for everyone that's listening, not just JT. Shoot me an offer. It, it again, it can't fucking hurt. If it's a Babs offer or a Razzie offer, I will expect that it's going to be terrible. I'll look at it and consider it anyway. Uh, do you know what? To be fair, I've been close on trades with both those guys at one point in this season. I mean, it's not to say all their offers are bad. Uh, just most, most of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, uh, can't hurt to ask. Uh, and these playoffs, man, I, the way I see it, I think five spots are locked. I think there is one playoff spot still open. I think that uh, I think one of those six and five teams are going to uh, are going man. to only get to seven wins. It's going to be exciting because. I think there's even a possibility that two of them could possibly not make it. I well, mean, there is a possibility. There's three games left, and I know so, it's like depends on who we play. But like, say, there's a chance that two of them don't make it. Well, let's say, for instance, so who is it then? Troy, Chris, Gerke. I know I have to play Chris. All right, so here's so it's either Chris and I are going to get one that game. Okay. Here, well, here's the deal. So if two of these teams aren't going to make it because of points four. It would have to be Chris, Troy, Zahn have lower yeah. points for. Troy is the lowest. Troy is the lowest. Zahn is right there by him. Um, and then uh, I'm above both of them in points for. Yeah. Uh, just barely. And then Tro- and then Chris also is right there just barely above me. Um, so there is a world where... I mean, it would have to be. It would have to be one of those guys. I mean, I, I guess it's possible that even Gurky could lose out and finish six and eight. Yes. Say Gurky lost out, finishes six and eight. You only would need to win two point two games. Yeah. If you could potentially beat him in points four. If I could beat him in points four, right? You would yeah. only have to win two. Is crit? I mean, I mean, is, there is Gurky's in second right now. So even second place Gurky could lose out and miss out on the playoffs. So there is no. That basically our whole question was: Is Babs the only one that's locked in a playoff spot? The answer is yes. I would, I would the believe answer so. Is yes, the we only haven't... one that for sure mathematically has a playoff spot right now is Babs. That's it. 
For sure, that's the only one that has it locked because Gerke is the next in the rankings, and he could absolutely miss the playoffs. Yeah. So that means obviously anyone lower than him right now could also miss the playoffs. There are only four records in our league. There's ten and one, six and five, four and seven, and three and eight. That's three it. and eight. Three and eight. I mean, that's it. Over 10 people, there are only you four You dropped your fucking best effort out there 11 weeks in a row, and you win three. Oh, Jesus. Oh, never change, Nibrigi. I, I, I'm sad to say this is our last year together, <laughs> but you brought it on yourself. Oh. Just get the tat if you lose. I hope you do. I, I'm trying uh, we to, don't want to lose you. I'm trying to have a draft at the farm. We were, we were talking today about uh, – I'd love a, a farm draft. Uh, we, we were talking today at dinner, JT and I, about you know your potential replacement. And uh, you know Ben and Kenny are, are fine guys. I just um, – I'd, uh, yeah. I'd rather have you stay. I'd, I, mean, I, I think the group chat would miss all of the uh, – Spin zone, uh, the, the, the spin zone, the hamstring that goes on, and you know the reminders to fulfill your dreams and to live your life every a lot single of, day. A lot of uplifting, talk, yeah, um, from Neves. And even when you think you've got him with a zinger, uh, he hits you right back with the "For love of God, do something that betters your life today." And I'm reminded I should be doing something better with my life, other than it's discussing ridiculous fantasy amount football. of time on fantasy football. Um, but yeah, uh, that's all we got for this week's show. Um, I apologize for missing last week. I, I was already, whether you believe it or not, I was going to have to miss last week anyway. Uh, it definitely didn't hurt the fact that I got completely upset by Babs in the uh, worst game of my career. Um, but yeah, it sucked being gone for a week. It felt like something was missing. So we are back. Uh, we will be for the foreseeable future and, uh, yeah, go, everyone be safe in your travels this week. Uh, yeah. eat a bunch, um, watch some terrible ass football games on Thanksgiving. They're all bad games. They There's don't. not a single exciting I mean, game. The probably the most competitive is going to be the Raiders Cowboys followed by the Saints, Bills, and then, of course, you got the Bears and the Lions. Ah, Which, if I know anything about primetime TV, it's going to be in the reverse order of what's the most exciting. It is, I think it's Bears first, then Cowboys, then uh, Saints are the winning game. And I'm, I'm, man, there are so many, like, players that are playing Thursday. And I know we've got waivers. We've got waivers going tonight. And I have two players already locked in for Thursday night. And I'm telling myself, do not pick up anyone else who is playing Thursday. Don't right, do that right. to yourself. Don't lock yourself. I'm also picking up but, someone wow, that Thursday. Yes. So many great teams. I mean not great, but like there are great opportunities with great with, with potentially great players on those nights. And you're just like but how cool would it be to get those points already? I know. Put up? I know. Yeah. Man, it is. Uh, it's going to be interesting. With a belly full of turkey and yes. you know, one of your fantasy players going off. I wish I knew that feeling. I'll never forget. Uh, two years ago, I had Matt Ryan. They were playing the Saints Thanksgiving night. Now, of course, the Saints won. Uh, but I, I went to bed. I knew the Saints won. Matt Ryan had like three points. There was like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. I woke up the next morning. Matt Ryan had 21 points. Yep. This was – oh, this, this was – was Simeon this week for me. This was the exact weekend that I drove back from West Virginia and had to listen to the games on the radio as oh, I yeah. beat Zoner, which 
doomed him to the tattoo. Oh, that was the week. You sent Zoner to the I tattoo I sent Zoner to the fucking Shadow Realm. <coughs> and it was the week that Matt Ryan did nothing until the last five minutes of the fourth quarter and then woke up in the morning to delightfully find out that he had 21 points. I played Devontae Parker and Miles Sanders. And uh, Zon has a Raiders tattoo to speak for. And Zon was at the Chiefs game fucked up. Oh, that's Remember right. That? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what a time. Um, it, thanks for being here with us again, guys. Uh, we will be back for the foreseeable future. Uh, good luck to everyone. Be We're safe thankful. in your travels. We're thankful for all of you guys. Uh, well, As I'm the, thankful for most of you. Not bad. That's yeah, true. True. Yeah. Uh, uh, thankful but, for the think, thankful for the league. Thankful for uh, uh, it's a fun way to. I'm thankful for Neves because he has now taken the heat off of me for at least <laughs> for at least a week. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, like I said, thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. I know this one's been kind of windy. I had all those stats I wanted to get to, um, but I hope you guys feel like Alan in The Hangover when he walks into the casino with the numbers, with the numbers, and the. Well, I hope you guys uh, made it through the whole thing. And uh, again, be careful, have fun, safe travels. Um, we will be right back with you next week. And in the meantime, this is me signing off. And uh, get your trades in and. Uh... Send me your best offers, and JT is signing off. Yep. Trade for James Conner. Send me something. Send me <laughs> send me an offer. Everybody, send me an offer you don't think I'll accept, even if you have nothing better. But send me an offer you think I'll accept, and then if you don't have one you think I'll accept, send me one you don't think I'll accept. Just send me something. Uh, at any rate, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we hit the under on – the extrapolate. Wow. I think that was should've six ex- right there. I think we should have extrapolated yeah. more on there the extrapolation. There it is. There it is. All right. We'll see you guys later. Uh, happy Thanksgiving.